1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you hear this sexy, deep voice, you know what time it is. It is the Game Dev Unchained podcast. I am Larry Charles, and back again, he asked nicely, and of course I said yes, my best friend, Mr. Branfield
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week, we have special guests and returning guests. Uh, Ray Graham. How you doing, Ray? Mr.
0: Ray. Huh? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for
1: having me. We just want to let the audience know that we're not doing returning guests because we ran out of guests. <laughs> we, we literally have the guru for this topic as far as Brandon and I are concerned. Brandon, why don't you tell the good people what we're talking about this week?
2: Right. Uh, if you have not read the episode, uh, we are going to talk about salaries and how to up your game in the industry as far as financials goes.
1: <laughs> how to add more commas to them checks.
2: Yes. So if you haven't heard of Ray's first episode with us, it's episode 11, Minorities in Gaming. Uh, this time we're not talking about how he's black in the industry. We're <laughs> going to talk about the color green uh, we can all relate to, uh, which is, of course, money. Yes. So, Ray, uh, you're kind of my unofficial mentor when it comes to this. And I remember way back when you gave me like the simplest advice but so true and so difficult for many others. Uh, Do you mind telling us how should I go about asking for the salary that I want? Just
0: ask for it?
1: (laughs) All right, thank you for this. (laughs) And thank you, everybody, for Game Dev Unchained podcast. Yes, (laughs) good night, night.
0: good night. So the biggest
2: thing, right, the biggest worry that most people have is they're always thinking about at least for me right i'm always thinking about what can i get like reasonably mm-hmm. because we're all in fear of rejection we're all in fear of over- overshooting it we're all in fear of losing that opportunity right so i mean ray have you always been so confident in what you wanted or you know you being in a programmer you're the, the you're the biggest fish <laughs> when it comes to game industry so you have
0: great authority over this <laughs> Yeah, well I don't even know if that's true, really. Uh, but uh, true. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. But no, but you just like Yeah, I think people do have irrational fears, right? Of like of whatever they if they ask for too much, then the company would just walk away and say, No, nah, I'm not trying to talk to these guys, mm-hmm. right? Or this guy or this person or whoever. And really you just have to you just have to just just be confident in that you know what you're talking about. You 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 know your value, and just ask for what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even even if you're at currently at a company and you're kind of not happy with whatever your conversation is or whatever whatever your title is, whatever job you're doing, right? Uh, a lot of people just sit there and stew, yeah. right? And you know, just just speak up, right? That's the that's the number one thing. You know, you just have you have to speak up. You have to just. Just take take the hit, and then you will know right away what your value is to this company, mm-hmm. right? And and go from
2: there, right? Do you feel like it ever throws like a red flag? Because I guess to me that would be the no fear. If I say something like, "Hey, I want this much," and they're like, "No," and then you go back to your desk, <laughs> it's like the most <laughs> embarrassing thing, right? <laughs> it's like you're you're a reject still going back to that person <laughs> for work.
1: so that sounds like, like if you're asking for a raise right
2: yeah like a raise the, yeah. or like a position like right I don't know man do you f- ever have you ever felt like that it feels like you've always been like a straight shooter and you
0: got what you wanted or or even like you know I used to manage people right mm-hmm. and they would be like hey you know I want I want this or I want some new role or something, or I want, you know, I want to step up and do more work or whatever. Right. And it's always, you just, you have to, like, I, I try to counsel that person, right. Try to, try to steer them towards, okay. You know, I'll talk to the higher ups and say, yeah, you're dope and you need this. Or I'll say, Hey, you know, okay. So, you know, step up, you know, you ready to step up. So you got to do this work. Uh, And a lot of times, you know, you, you basically have to, do the work. You have to show that, hey, I'm I'm ready to do this. Like that's what I noticed, like in the gaming industry, at least you have to like you have to put in that effort. You have to put in that work first, and then people will hopefully recognize. And if you speak up, then it's it'll be good for you, right? Yeah.
1: I guess uh, early on in your career, when yeah. you're younger, before you were like Ray, the programmer that everyone had to have, when you were trying <laughs> to evaluate your skill set financially, right? Yeah. Um did you have any, like, butterflies in your stomach when you went to go do your initial salary negotiations?
0: Well, my first job in industry, right, I got it straight out of school when I finished, um, when I finished college, right? Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw a posting on a Usenet, Usenet news group. Yes, that's how old I am. <laughs> uh, and uh,
1: could you and, see my face? And I basically, and I, basically
0: replied, I basically replied back to him. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, I want. I'm interested in this this job posting, right? And really, you know, it's my first job in the industry. No experience. Hadn't really done anything other than what I've done in school or whatever. And so it didn't matter. Like, and it didn't matter what I got in the industry. And even now, still, it doesn't matter what the number was, right? Because first and foremost, I wanted to work on games. I'm going to work on games. This is what I'm gonna do. Right. Mm-hmm. And and this company especially was like, Yeah, we just need dudes to work on this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So they they like it didn't matter what number they came with and they were very happy that it didn't matter what number they came with, right? They just yeah. they were just like, hey, we need to hire people, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the and at the time it was definitely like, I didn't care. I was just like, whatever. Yeah, I'll do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and at the time, like, there's friends of mine straight out of school going to work at Microsoft or going to work at Trilogy, a company in Austin, Texas, or going, going to work, you know, in other fields. And they were, and they were like, getting paid more than double mm-hmm. in some instances. So, but I was just like, I'm going to work on games,
2: right? Yeah. Great. Man, you must really love games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that the number one thing with game programmers?
0: They really, really love games. No I, not I, go to I think, no, I think that's a requirement of anybody in this industry. Right. right? I think you have to really, really love making games. It's a creative endeavor. You're working on a team with a bunch of people. right? It's yeah. long hours. It's, it's high stress. Why the hell are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? You have to be doing this for a reason. And then you have to really like games, right? You have to like what you're making or what you're working on.
2: Right. Like, uh, as a student, like, uh, I would say uh, the number one fear as a student, if you start low and you continue doing that, right, don't you continue, like, uh, entering the industry at a low number then? continue it being low, even though you have the same experience as everyone else. If you understand what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah you, know, yeah, you definitely run the risk of like you, you start you know, you're going to get your yearly the increases or whatever. Or yeah. It's going to grow and you're going to, you're going to get paid more money. Right. Um And yeah. And you could end up like being lower than the average because you came in too yeah. low. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I say, if you start low, you grow low. And that's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: and like, and there's no real, there's no real secret to that, right? It's just if if you have that feeling, you just gotta, you just gotta speak up and be like, look, you know, look at what I'm doing, look at the work I'm doing, I need to be recognized, mm-hmm. and then it, and if it's and then if it's not recognized, then you explore explore your options, right? Yeah. All right? Um, I think like I think the number one thing is when you're exploring your options, like if you say, hey, I'm gonna like. You just can't stick it out at that company anymore, or whatever. You want to move on, right? The number one thing is like they always ask you, "Oh, what are you getting paid right now? What is your current compensation right now?" Mm. And, you know, <laughs> and, and you have to tell them what your current compensation is, right? Yeah. Like, 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 don't tell them the truth. Like, like
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say. I wonder if anyone has ever asked <laughs> answered that question and told the truth. Like. Yeah.
0: I, like, don't do that if you're not – if you if you want. Like, if you're not happy with what you're currently getting, you want more, right? Like, most companies, they're going to give you more than what you're currently getting. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Tell the truth, right? Because they want to make sure that you have no reason to say no if they really want you. Right. Uh, but, you know, but if you want, you know, you just, you just have to – that's the time when you tell them the number that you actually want, basically.
2: All right. The actual number that you're worth versus the number that you're making now. What's-
1: exactly. What's interesting is, I think you, myself, and Ray are the only three people who actually tell the truth when we're asked that question. Just in case our employers are listening. Yeah. We're the only people who never lied when uh, they were asked that question.
2: So with you, Larry. Yes, yes, yes.
1: (laughs) No, no. Look, in all seriousness, Ray, you're 100% right, man. And I agree. Like, I feel like now we're at the stage where your wisdom is now, like, relatable to us. It's not, this is what's coming your way. Like, we've seen this happen. And so you're exactly right. When you're going into the job, you have to evaluate your responsibilities that they're going to expect out of you. But then also... You know, if you are like, hey, I know that I need to step up a little bit in my pay, so I'm going to tell them this number that I'd be comfortable doing this job for, you know? Yeah. And I also can say, uh, Ray, please underline the cosine if you agree or disagree. Um, Even if you feel uncomfortable about not telling the truth, then you can come up with this strategy, which I've tried recently is, this is the number that I'm willing to do the work for, and this is why I'm asking for such and such. And then you can give them like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to elevate to this and blank, you know, like,
0: yeah, like, I guess that's a good strategy, but I guess like maybe I wouldn't go straight to that. Sure. Unless they're like, unless they're like, mm, you know, unless they're like, <laughs> yes. unless they're very unsure about it. And then you yeah. could you'd give them like sell. So sell yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: of course. So uh-huh. give them the number first. And then if it looks like they're not going to take the number, then yeah. immediately give them yeah. verification why that's your number, but then right. also stick to it. Right. Okay.
0: And also, you know, and also you have to understand too, is like some people don't really have, have like the, the leeway or the options to to negotiate really. Yeah. Like, you know, if we talk people, to employers or employees or employees both. Probably. Employees probably. Employees. employees I'm talking about, right? Um, employers too. Like, you know, some companies you know, make less money than other companies. Right. So they have to, they, they have their budgets and they have like tiers and all that kind of stuff they have to adhere yeah. to. Right. But also employees, like some employees really like, you know, are in the bind, need to get a job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so they don't have, they can't just, they, they can't Wait just, around. you know, pick and choose. And like, there's a ton of jobs out there for them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so like when a job goes around that, that's, you know, where you can still eat and feed your family, Yeah. you know, you got to take
2: that. A lot of it, too, is just watching situation. Like um, like how, how much do you, you – earlier you were saying that if you want a number at your current job and you want to step up in your position, right? Obviously, you wouldn't want to do it when the game is delayed or <laughs> there's bad things happening in the industry, right? You have to be prepared to do something about it if you don't get your way. Otherwise, if you go in, it's like, hey, I want to get paid this much, but – I'll stay no matter what you say. It's pretty <laughs> much bad. It's yeah. a bad negotiating skill. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you have to be prepared to be like, hey, I'm going to leave and look for something better mm. unless you want to
0: keep me at this price or something mm. like that.
1: Yeah. I uh, I had a funny experience. I wouldn't, re-
0: wouldn't recommend like, going in and straight up extorting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no,
1: don't extort, but like, hey,
2: I know my worth. Or like, doing or like going more. in and threatening people if you like, go,
1: right? But yeah. Uh, Actually, but like, no, like, I need to. I need to jump in. Go ahead. I feel go ahead, like Larry. Ray, you're exactly right. You're hitting on something that was very important in my experience leaving a company. I'll say, which was, yeah. um, I went in and told them that I was unhappy about my compensation and we needed to discuss that. But before going in there, I already knew that if it went wrong, I had an exit strategy already in place. I already had an offer and I was good to go. So yeah. like, if this went wrong it wasn't going to burn me like before i even said to them i need to talk about compensation because brandon you're exactly right in the fact that if you go without having that parachute then yeah you're going to take your sad ass back to your desk continuing <laughs> yeah. to do the work it's the worst <laughs> it's like the most
2: oh man i want to say so many words but it's it's a move that you should not take man yeah <laughs> tails between your legs,
0: go back to your desk. Then- <laughs> I well, like I don't even know if you should feel that way about it, right? Because <laughs> cause, no, it's like, you really shouldn't, right? Because it's like, you know, like he's going to give you some sort of answer,
1: yeah. right?
0: And it could be like, you know, some, some prepared BS answer or it could be like some real like, hey, you know, these are the things we think you need to do in yeah. order if you want. Like, it depends on the company you're at, different companies, you know, and different people, different managers. And, you know, some people are just have the BS ready for you and some people don't, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Um So, like, and, yeah, and they might even say no, right? But then they might say, okay, here's the path to to growing your career, yeah. right? Yeah, And let's work on that path, right? And then come come review time or whatever, then you'd be like, hey, you remember that conversation we had? Right. Right? And then if you're still getting... Mm, and you know you did good work then you know then it's time to really look into it right
2: yeah Yeah. my experience how like i do agree with what you're saying like if it's a great company and they appreciate the employees and everything then i can trust me going in there and laying down the facts i'll get the number that i want right yeah but most cases it doesn't feel that way. It feels like they're always trying to undercut you, mm. right? It's like, why would I pay you more tomorrow
0: if today I'm paying you this? Well, that's, that's part of, this was part of the company's job. Yeah. Right? Honestly, it's like they hire people for the least amount of money possible right? so that, you know, you don't spend that much money making the product that you're making, right? So yeah. you can make more profit right yeah, like right. i mean it's like milk company's just gonna go out there and be like i'll pay you whatever you want right no, no. They just money to throw around right no. um so so you know so i understand like like if you throw out some low number they're gonna snatch it up they're gonna be like yeah of course i want to pay you <laughs> yeah less,
1: right? peanuts yeah, that's yeah. all you want oh we got that <laughs> yeah perfect
2: but yeah but i feel like most of the time Counter-offers only happen when you're saying like, hey, I'm thinking of leaving. Uh, they're paying me this much for what I want to do. And, uh, you know, if you guys have something better to offer, I'm all ears. But otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm turning in my two weeks. Like to me, that has always been from colleagues that I've talked to, you know, in my own experience. That has always been the only time where I hear a real counter-offer yeah. uh, <laughs> versus, oh, wait till six months for your yearly review, uh, until we find your replacement, <laughs> and then we can talk. like that's the kind of conversation I often get uh, when it comes to really talk. Like if I if I was working for you, Ray or Larry, then I can talk to you as a friend, and yeah. I can trust your judgment, right? And you'll be completely honest, like, hey, we're not at a place where we can find these things. Yeah. Like, but you like, won't
1: take it personally when I say yeah. no, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, okay, exactly. Gotcha.
2: <laughs> so it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not talk
0: to Larry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, also, at the same time, I don't like? I don't like it. Also, when you go out, get another offer, yeah. right? And it's being paid more, and then you come and you bring it back, like, and also, like, recruiters don't like that either, right? Because that's why recruiters always try to get you to mm-hmm. sign sign that joint like quick, right? Mm-hmm. They try they're like, hey, we need to hear back soon, right? Because they don't want to give you time to go and shop it around mm-hmm. and be like, look, I have this in hand, you gotta, you know. And like personally I don't like it. I think it's, you know, I don't like that style. Like I'm thinking if you're if you're at the point where you're getting an offer from another company, if you're at that point where you're literally going out looking, right? You just need to you just need to go take that, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like just leave. You know, and if I was like, if I was like your manager, you're coming to me with this thing. I'm like, I'm like, so you don't really want to be here, really, Mm -hmm. and you're only here for the for the money, really, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Yes. I would kind of look at you side eye a little bit and be like, I don't know.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it reveals uh, a lot. Like, you know, maybe today we can meet the counter offer, but then you know that this person went outside, looked yeah. for another job. It's potentially gonna extort you again yeah. or just leave you flat out and you yeah. know, it's hard to maintain the faith when yeah. you come back and say, Can you counter offer or I'm going? Yeah. It's a, it's almost a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of situation.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the what party that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like most companies, well, the big ones, right, are always at a like a budget, and they're trying to keep you as low as possible for the three years to five years of development time. Mm-hmm. So they're always coming from that angle: is like, hey, we're not going to upgrade you during development at any point, yeah. and if we can still carry you over to the next project with the same salary, that's win-win for us. Yeah. So like with that, it's like my why, bonus
1: money that you're taking yeah, from,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, so well, well, but there's also budgets, right? There's like yeah. these things are budgeted. Yes. Right? Yeah. So they gotta adhere to the budget, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's like if they if they up your salary in the middle of the project, they have to go to somebody and ask for that money, yeah. and that person's gonna be like, "What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and it won't. And they would really have to believe in it and fight for it for you. Basically, right? You
2: know. So you're saying like uh, end of year is best, end of project is best to ask for that
1: time? Yeah. So. I I would like to play my devil's advocate card here. Let me just go ahead and put that <laughs> on the table. Now, I will say that kind of branch pointing from what Brandon was saying earlier, pressure does get results. Yeah. Because, you know, like think about any time in your career when they think that they have their schedule, when they think they have it right. easy for them. Where's the incentive for them to work or to try to appease what you need, right? It's when the people say like, hey, like, I I, I don't like working here anymore. I think I need to take some time away. If that person is like a bottleneck at that period of time or like a very important, like a linchpin, the company will move mountains to satisfy that person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, if the project was done and they're no longer that linchpin, they're no longer like, oh, my God, we're behind in this department and like one of the senior guys is about to leave. If we're in between, when we're doing like concept development and throwing around ideas, and then the senior guy comes and he's like, you know, I really think that I need to just take a break from the game industry. They're like, so you want to get drinks on Friday? Or what are you going to do? How are we How are we doing <laughs> yeah. this? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, what do you saying to that, Ray? I don't know.
0: I don't know if I'm that pessimistic about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's true, right? Because if they have you. Even though the project's over, right? Mm-hmm. Like depending on where you work. Right. Because there's there's some places where people are just commodities. Right. And they don't care about you as a person. And they just want you as long as you're useful. They're going to keep you around. As soon as you no longer become useful, you're gone. Right. Um, But there are companies where they actually care about the people. Right. And uh, and, you know, and if that if that's the case, right, like your value should. You know, it should be obvious, it should be apparent. Yes. No matter what time the project is. And, they, and if the project's over, they want they should want to keep the team together to make yes. another project and make it good too. Because when, when people have experience working together, they make better things. Yeah. Right. Um, hey, Ray,
2: you might be like the most hypothetical best boss I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> because I wish to me, in my experience, that every boss thinks like that. Like that was how. I, I imagine companies, yeah. return, right? Why would you spend yeah. the time replacing someone when you can keep the talent and build something incredibly new incredibly innovative, right? Instead of just yeah. starting over again. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's, yeah. There's definitely companies that, you know, that treat people like moddies, right? And mm. and if you don't want to be here, cool. Get out. We'll get somebody else.
2: <laughs> and We're I've good. heard that conversation We're more good. times than. Of course, we'll pay you what you need.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, I, and my and my argument is is you know as an industry, we shouldn't accept that behavior, no. right? No. We should only want to work for places that treat us treat us like humans and people, and and go work
1: in those places. Right, definitely. It's it's hard. Is all I have to say because you know there's a lot of people who like are just desperate and starving for the opportunity, yeah. And the companies know that, you know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you know, this company just shut down and let go of 500 people. That yeah. means there's roughly, you know, 150 top-level, quote-unquote, candidates at that company that we may be interested in. From that number, we may derive in, like, 20 actual referrals that we can bring in. You know, like, some recruiters, as much as they post the, like, oh, I'm so sorry yeah, to yeah, yeah. that this company... As soon as they hit the post, stage. they're oh. instantly in their email. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Trying to pull in the talent. So of course, yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. like because it's hard it's hard to get good people and then especially yeah. if it's if it's a company where people actually have some experience making something you're like yeah. oh yeah of course so we want to see who we can yeah. yep. who we can s- scoop up
1: and that's the, a good thing by bash. the way I wasn't making that joke to be like that's a bad thing recruiters do that's awesome that as soon as yeah. people get let go they're on the ball trying to find you know cream of the crop to bring to their studio that's a very awesome thing because it's helping unemployed people find employment I'll never you know yeah. treat that bad that's awesome yeah
0: yeah they also have a vested interest in
1: that too. Oh, like, of course, of course. Of course, of course. Like, see, I brought in my 50 wrecks this year. Like I said, <laughs> I would, you know, it only cost this other company to shut down, but I did my job. Yeah.
0: So but like, as a yeah. student
2: coming in, <laughs> what is your, you said like, of course, it depends uh, on your own opinions uh, of how you want to accept your number coming into the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean, do you have any other advice for for a student coming in, like to be careful of to mm-hmm. be too low and too high or whatever? <laughs> yeah, well,
0: yeah, definitely don't come in being like, you know what, I'm dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want as much as like the most seasoned person. Some guy I know told me he's getting paid this much. I don't want it. I don't want that much too. Yeah, because because I'm just as good as him or yep, yep. or start like comparing yourself to other people that you work with. You know, you know what I mean, right? So like yeah. you know be be reasonable you know what i'm saying um it's probably the best the best like i really yeah like honestly when i came in i just like i was just like i said i was just like yeah just whatever right i didn't ask any any real questions i was just like yeah whatever i'll do whatever right yeah uh, but i guess like when you come in you got to ask those questions about the work environment about about how do how do they actually value people you know the other benefits other than just your compensation Right, mm-hmm. The things that matter to you like you know if you need if you're sick or you need to take care of your child or something right Yeah, yeah. Um, are they gonna trip about that or are they gonna be like yeah oh, no you have to be here you know until yeah. until one o'clock in the morning because we because we're, we're crunching or we're working on this thing right now mm-hmm. right yeah. like those those things are like the quality of your life when you work at a place is way more important. Yeah, I mean, uh, and those are questions you should uh, you should ask, I believe. And those are questions I didn't ask when I first started in the industry. And I, and the first place I worked at in this industry, I learned a lot. It was a great job in terms of, like, learning um, mm-hmm. how things work in the industry. And I worked with, like, a lot of great people. But in terms of how they treated their employees, it was absolutely the worst place. Yeah. One of the worst places on Earth to work at, right? Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, Like, in terms of, like, like no internet at your desk. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to download anything, you had to go ask one of the bosses to download something for you. What? You know. No vision, no dental, you know, like mm. like you had to you had to be there. You know what I'm saying? We had pagers. So like if there's if you had a bug, if you had a if you uh, so it was way back in the day. Yeah. If you had a bug, if you had a bug uh, they would they would page you and you'd have to come in and fix your bug. Like I mean, it was like harsh working conditions. right?
1: Did you uh did you, you home <laughs> <Yeah>. to yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've had I've had multiple I've had at that place there was definitely experiences where I'm like I'm like man, this is um this is some um, straight up Sweatshop stuff going on here, yeah. right?
1: Uh, but yeah, you uh, you did drop a gem uh, earlier that I would love to highlight right now, and and this is something that I even went through myself, so I want to hear your opinion on this because you're actually going to help me, Ray. Right? Help me, help me. Um, <laughs> you definitely said don't compare your salary to someone else's. Yes. Oh man, that's something that everyone needs to know if they don't already. Some people don't know that, but you shouldn't do that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah.
0: Like and I think it, I think it goes both ways, right? It's just it's just you. Like some people kind of do it in, in yeah. negative ways. I think where they're like, "That guy's a joker." I know I'm better than him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like yeah. don't don't be concerned with other what other people are doing, right? Be concerned yeah. with what you're doing yeah. and, and make sure you do your job and do it well, right? Yeah. yeah, and then and then go from there. And if you know that you're doing it well, if you know you're exceed, even if you know you're exceeding even exceeding what they want from you, right? Then, then
1: you could talk. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. I agree.
0: Yeah. Because you got to remember,
2: you're the one that accepted the number. You're the one that says, I'll do the job for this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that guy, the joker is not his fault. Well, <laughs>
1: I can, I can jump in on my, on my situation that I guess kind of left the bad taste in my mouth is in regards to like comparing salary, which oh. is when you hear your job description you do give your number, you start working there, and then your job description that you were told is only like one half of what you're actually expected to do. And So then you want to talk about compensation, especially considering when you're like, yo, I'm doing all of this. Someone else is doing not so much all of this, but (laughs) someone else is getting paid more. This is Mm -hmm. bullshit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you say to that, Ray? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, if you come in right, and you're doing... Because eventually they'll pile on work for on you, yeah. right? So at what point, like even if it's mid
0: development, right? If it's mm-hmm. too too late, like we said Dude, earlier, I've been in. I've been in those situations i in like every situation, right? I, I started at companies and where they're like, okay, you're going to do this, and the next thing I know, I'm I'm, I'm actually the lead, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> what? <laughs> and right? And then I'm like, what? What's going on here? Right? Um, you know sometimes you just have to do the work mm-hmm. right? you know what I mean and then when when it comes time, talk about these things, you're like, "Hey, you know, I came in here with this expectation and I'm doing all of this other stuff what's mm-hmm. up right mm-hmm. and and it's up to it's really up to the company like how they how they answer you, and then depending on that answer, how you react right yeah it's it's like like. You know the saying like "close mouth don't get fed." That's the, the that's the the main thing, right? Close mouth don't get fed. You gotta you gotta speak up. Yep. You, you just gotta speak up about everything and be honest about it.
1: So I'd like With to that, s- oh, go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead.
0: With that mindset, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like if I were to, uh, of course, you gotta do quality work. You gotta have your uh, mm-hmm. integrity and everything. But as soon as they pile more work, right? I'm getting into that Mozart. I gotta build up my portfolio. <laughs> for my next job, because I became lead midway because I'm always at the mindset it's like you know I, I really feel uh, you know the right thing to do is to give them a chance right to talk to them and say how you feel and hopefully they respond. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like the surest tr- strategy has always been like uh, make yourself appealing to other companies first and then come back It's like, hey, this is what I got going on. Mm-hmm. you know if you guys want to keep me then this is what i'm worth because yeah. i've actually tested the market and this is the data i got i'm not making up numbers yeah. so right. yeah. i mean like how much of that balance do you usually go about it man <laughs> do you purely do you usually go to them first is that all has always been your strategy like or um, any moves
0: no and, and honestly, like, any time I've moved, it's never been about the money. Right. It's never been about compensation, like, except for probably, like, the first time when I moved from Chicago to California,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, but also, it was just better, like, just better working conditions, like, mm-hmm. in general, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all that craziness with, like, no internet and no dental, no vision, like, that's crazy, right? Um, and you're working on a title that's making a lot of money and then the bosses are rolling up in like different car every, after every project. Right. <laughs> 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 but, uh <laughs> but like, so it's, it's never been, it's it, for me, it's never been about uh the money. Mm-hmm. Like, when I, when I've left places, it's always been about, you know, wanting to grow one time. was like family, family issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to go and be close to your family. Um, so, so like, you know, But I, I, it's it's weird because yeah, when I worked at different places, there are some people that were like unhappy with like their position, or unhappy with their salary, right? And I'm just like, hey, you know why why are you complaining to me about this? (laughs) (laughs) You need to go, you need to go over there talk to talk to that dude over there that can actually do something about it, right? Yeah, Um, you know because I'm you know I'm not the one to talk to about it, right? I'll I'll give you some advice. Go talk to that guy, (laughs) right? Um, So. So like if, if it gets to that point where you're like where you're like I'm really this unhappy and I want to and I I want to test the market and make sure that you know I'm getting paid what I what I deserve right mm-hmm. then you just have to be sure you go and approach your boss or whoever the right way about it say look you know I like it here I'm gonna stay here but this is what the market says I'm worth right yeah uh, rather than going hey you know so I interviewed at such and such a place and they gave me an offer for this what's yeah. up. Right. Dude. You have to approach it proper yeah. Right. So even if
2: you do have that offer, you'd be like, Hey, this is what I'm worth. What do you think? Yeah. Don't be dropping
0: names. Right. <laughs> but if you're but also at the same time, if you're like super happy where you're at and it's yeah. the greatest place and it's the greatest place ever and they're treating you great. Yeah. Like yeah. Why, that's why hard like why why are you even going anywhere else in this industry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is super like, you know, one day that studio that you think is dope. Like we'll be gone, right. right? I think both me and you know about studios being gone, just gone. Like studios that that, were, that you think is awesome, and then next thing you know, it's gone, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well so, oh, it's it's you're touching it on a very good point. Like I know this this episode is primarily on salary, but like yeah. if you're that one artist or programmer or designer or whatever who's always chasing money uh, as the primary thing for a job. You're, you're going to be very you're unhappy. Industry.
0: You're in the wrong industry, period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so straight up, you're in the wrong industry if, if that's your main goal. Straight Because yeah. you're going to reach a ceiling. <laughs> and then you're going to
2: run out of space. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, what's the point of being in the game industry if you're not enjoying the game you're making?
1: Yeah. I, um, I'd like to jump in with a little bit of topic of discussion is when you find out your value is not what you thought it was with your company, you know? Maybe. Maybe Ray, you may not have experienced this. <laughs> and that's that's a compliment to you, buddy. That's all. No, I think I think I have experienced that. Okay, actually. cool. All I'm gonna say is like I had an experience where I was like, hey, it's time to talk about my compensation. I know that the expectation for why I was brought here and my workload are not even on the same page. You know? Um I've gotten documented proof that says like, oh, you're doing a great job. We love all this work, thank you so much. And so you say like it's time to talk about compensation. <laughs> I wasn't asked, like, okay, Larry, what's it going to take? I just got, like, okay, cool. I'm going to talk to my boss, and then we're going to come back and work something out for you. Because my immediate boss was like, yeah, he was totally into it. He even agreed, like, yeah, Larry, you're right. We brought you in for this, but you're doing this plus X, so let's work that out. Comes back, like, same day. Yeah, we don't, there's nothing we can do. We don't have it. It's, like, we don't have the ability to just... And so, I think what really irritated me about that experience was there was no conversation of Larry, give me what I need to take to him so that we can see if this is going to be a possibility. It was like, Oh, Larry wants to talk about compensation. Hell no. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what happens if they don't, you know what I mean?
2: And that's often the times, right? That's why you got to be like, I'm ready to leave son. Some companies
0: really above all, the bottom line is is above all, mm-hmm. right? Like, like they just don't have it, right? Or they have like they have guidelines, and mm-hmm. and they, whatever you asking for is pushing outside of that guideline, right? And they're like, you know what? We don't have it for you yeah. if you're outside of this this guideline. But right? don't
1: you need to know if you are or are not? That's the thing.
0: That's really <laughs> they
2: don't even ask for the number. Oh. <laughs> and I've had this happen directly to me before. <laughs>
0: It's so bad. Yeah.
2: Like uh, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. It could be it could be like I said, it could be two reasons. It could be like, yo, we have no more money to be given, right? Mm-hmm. Because sure. of budgets and whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you're then too uh, kind, they're... man. No, no, it's like, giving them the benefit of the doubt. No, 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 And then the other option is they, they don't think you're worth anything
1: more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's Most that's the other option, yeah. right?
0: And I I would love to believe that the second option is not the majority of the issues.
1: And that's uh, like uh, And so, on this podcast, we're talking straight up. I, as a man, would rather be told to my face that this is not a relationship we're willing to further invest in financially, right? Or however they need to word it. Just be honest and just be like, hey, Larry, you know, at this time, we don't feel like, you know, we need to increase your pay. Yeah, And then let me deal with that answer. But at least I can respect, you know, a company for telling me that versus any sort of lie that someone may pull out of their ass. I honestly... Tell me the truth no matter what is all I'm yeah. saying. Respect me as a person because you expect me to bring integrity to my job. So mm. be an integritous employer.
2: Yeah. And that's the – dis. That's I, I got to agree with that. I, uh, I,
0: would, it. I, would, I would say the first job I had, first job I ever had in the industry, it got to the point where I was uh, – when, you know, people were kind of grumbling about the work conditions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the boss – like that place, as, for, as bad as it was, the bosses were at least straight up about it. They were yeah. like, look if you if you want to get rich here this is not the place.
1: <laughs> Don't ever ask for a
0: raise here. he's like, like, if you if you want to get rich up in here, nah, this is not the place for you. Cut to The bosses are driving Ferraris so and whatnot. Right. But, right. You know, but if you want to get rich here, it's not. This is not the place for you. We're gonna keep the money for ourselves. Mm. We're just letting you guys know this right now, right? But
2: I would that I I can res- I'll be mad, yeah. But I yeah, can respect yeah. that. Like I get it, right? Mm. They're being yeah. honest. But if you were the say hey we don't have the money and then you drive away in your Ferrari that you just bought that day you know how much more angry than I am
0: than but, then I I at, but then I worked at places that were like they, they treat their employees well you know mm-hmm. and, and, and they you know and they make sure that everybody wants to stay there and is happy you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. you know so and I worked at places where they're indifferent mm-hmm. it's like yo we have the budget this is the budget you know oh you want more no this is the budget, you know, yeah. so <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a mix. It's a mix out there. And, uh, and if you, yeah. And no matter what you want, you just gotta be, you gotta be just straight up with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: hundred percent agree. I, uh, I will say this. Um, my first job in the industry, I took the first offer right away because I didn't believe that I had any reason to say I want more. I almost felt like it would have been insulting One, it was the most money ever offered to me in my entire life for one year's worth of work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And two, what could I say to prove that I deserved or could be capable of more? Mm -hmm. So I didn't even want to risk losing, like going from $12 an hour at Best Buy to whatever my, I guess, average hourly rate would have been when that salary started hitting my bank account. I was like, I took a long pause to act like I was considering some math. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I I could do it.
0: When I, and I'll actually, I would say like, but actually, that reminded me of my like when I was actually looking for jobs, I was kind of, I guess I'm, like as I've been in industry longer, I've kind of mellowed out. But like when I first started, right, like I didn't know nothing, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I always knew I wanted to do like three D graphics, right. Yeah, yeah. So then when I, I actually interviewed, one of the one of the only phone interviews I had for the game industry when I before I got in it when I was still in school at EA. And they're like, hey, you know, and, you, and back in those days when you started at a game company, like junior engineer or whatever, you're going to do the UI. You're going to do the front end. You're going to do the UI. They're going to just put you on something that nobody else wants to do. And that's what you're going to do. Right. And they're basically telling me this. They're like, yeah, we, we pick you we can put you on the UI or something like that. And I actually worked co-op jobs. And both my co-op, like my last two co-op jobs were actually at Alias Wavefront, you know, working on Maya, working on the UI for Maya. Mm-hmm. i don't like working on uis i hate it right <laughs> and so and so like, these like guys were like why ui so these, guys, <laughs> so these guys uh well i worked on the you know the market menu editor and the yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And stuff. and so these guys were like oh we're gonna put you on the front end if if that sounds cool with you like, so i could have got if i just said yep yep i, I could have got that job but in my in my uh I guess ignorance and like really, I just really stuck to it. it was like, no, nah, I want to do three D graphics, and there's no way in hell somebody's going to hire somebody straight out of school that knows nothing to work on three D graphics on a game. And yeah. they were just like, they're like, man, get out of here with that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I never, I never got the job, right? And then when I <laughs> And uh, then when I saw that job and used that, and I and I for my first job in Chicago, like right, you know, he didn't really tell me what I was going to be working on, and I and I also didn't kind of care, mm-hmm. right? And I just like I'm just like yes, I'm going to take the job, and I got the job, and got it in the industry, and the first thing I worked on, the very first thing I worked on was UI, <laughs> right? And so like sometimes to get in the door to get in the industry. You can't be picky and choosy if you really yeah.
1: want to do this thing, right? Yeah. You got to just, you got you to gotta take what comes. Yeah. I felt like the number that I got wasn't disrespectful. It was more than I had ever been offered ever. And so, like, I had no problem saying, you know, yes, I'll take this offer. It's just everyone that you meet will be like, don't take the first offer. There's always more on the table. Yeah. But, like, I, I think as the very first job, my goal was just don't get disrespected. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the offer definitely was like, a, hey, man, you're like you're a real man now. Put on your big boy pants because this mm-hmm. is salary. I can see a comma right there. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're Gucci. Let's do this, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: I, I feel, I guess to me, I'm like the exception to the rule <laughs> because my first job, they came at me with a number and I said no and I wanted higher. <laughs> and I was able to get, be able to uh, work half the time at home like that was part of my <laughs> that was my negotiation and this is my first job right out of school right because I, a lot of it was not just me just being cocky right but it was, it was some, of it, some of it some of it, it's it a lot of that, right? some <laughs> of that but I, I, inval- I evaluated the situation right I, I, I uh, was luckily on campus when I interviewed I looked around and I saw that what they were working on and I knew where I was and how um, even as a student I knew my value coming to them And I was able – because it would have been an hour and a half drive, right? I I live in the OC at that time, and I was going all the way to Six Flags, Mm. right, for the drive. Mm. So I knew that if they really, really wanted me, that they would work with me, and I will be able to do
0: it at home. That's like on the other side of LA.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's like there's no way I can take this job unless I do it half the time at home, and the other half I'll come in the office and work. And uh, for this rate, because I need to be able to pay yes. But like that, a lot of it was evaluation, right? A lot of it is just, it's just like uh, talking to them, seeing how they react to everything you say, yeah. and then throwing a reasonable amount where they didn't really take took too much time, yeah. like to, to get back to me with that.
0: Yeah, I think the one this, you mentioned cockiness, and I think that's the number one thing. <laughs> But like, but not to the point of being cockiness of having like super cockiness or being really uh, arrogant. Yeah. But like, I I do I have worked with a lot of people who didn't have faith in their own yeah. abilities.
2: Yeah, that's when you lose them. Yeah.
0: Right. And uh, and you have to have faith in your own abilities, right? Like some people are don't want to go into negotiations and talk about these things because they don't think they are actually worth more. Yeah. Right, and so you have to have some sort of confidence in yourself, yeah. you know, to like, know that no, no, like I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm doing a good job here,
2: you know, yeah.
0: and not be second guessing yourself. Uh, there's a lot of people that kind of do that. Yeah, I feel.
2: Yeah, it's very important on how you say the number not just saying the number It's how you say it, because even if they thought you were lower and you say it a certain way, they're like, hot oh, damn, maybe, maybe it's. <clears throat> <laughs> worth that much? All right, let's re-, re-, re reevaluate things because a lot of it, the recruiter, I th- I guess when you're talking about uh, numbers and salary, you'll be dealing with the recruiter most of the time, right? As the middleman. So uh, the way you uh, interact with the recruiter at the very beginning, all the way to the end, when you're finally offered to the offer the job, right? That confidence and the way you come across is very important.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually I've actually had a friend that I, that I recommended for a job. And I'm like this guy's good, man. You got to hire him. You got to hire him. And then the next thing you know they're like, yeah, we're not hiring that guy. Right? And like to the point where like they, they were like, yes, we're going to hire him, like interview and everything. We're going to send the offer. And they're like, oh no, no, we're not going to do it. And it all came down to they're like, oh man, he he was so he was so arrogant and to the point where we just had to like we just couldn't work with this guy like uh, he, treat, he treated he treated he talks to the engineers fine but when he's talking to like the recruiter he's talking all, all, all uh arrogantly and and reckless and like just oh, crazy yeah. right and i'm just like nah you can't do that to people <laughs> right so so yeah it's definitely uh definitely matters how you talk to people
1: Hey guys, it's Larry from Game Dev Unchained the Podcast. I just wanted to let you know that we wrote a book called The Game Industry Survival Guide. It's available on Amazon.com right now. This book is $4.99 and it will tell you everything you need to know about getting a job, maintaining a job, and getting promoted in the video game development industry. All of the advice, tips, and tricks were learned firsthand or passed down from other game industry professionals. This is the way to go. It's going to cut out a lot of the BS that you would have to go through otherwise. So you definitely want to check out the book, Game Industry Survival Guide by Game Dev Unchained. See you later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Game Dev Unchained, the podcast. This is the point in time where we tell you the real deal. We give you 15 minutes of solid information and advice before we bring it home. So, Ray, you still with us? Yes, I am. Mr. Brandon Family still there? Yep. All right, first question of the day, Ray. As we kind of get up in our career, some companies will do things like, Hey, we may not give you the actual numerical value and salary that you want, but we will compensate by giving you stock options. How do you feel about opportunities like that? That's a good that's a good question. Um it depends. Like it totally depends on the company
0: and it depends on what do you think that's those stocks are worth, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, yeah. Actually, I got that speech when I when I actually started working at Apple. Actually, because they're like, oh, we have other ways of compensating, blah blah blah, right? Um, And at a company like Apple, getting stock options, you know, you're like, well, like, what's the worst that could happen, right? Yeah. Um, But but there are you know there are horse stories where people have you know stock options for some company and then one day they're like, guess what, guys. You know, we're getting bought, but guess what? Those options that you have, those those aren't worth anything. So, so have fun with that piece of paper. You know. <laughs> uh,
2: so, does that happen more often than not?
0: It happens. It happens a lot. Like a lot of companies are like, oh, you know, we're going to give you a bonus. You know, and a lot of recruiters, like I don't know, you know, how many recruiters you talk to? but a lot of recruiters when they ask for what your expectations are for compensation. Yeah, they usually ask, is that doesn't include bonuses and everything else? Right. Right. Um, so, so what was I going to say? Yeah. So there's, and there's, it's actually in the company's favor to give you compensation in terms of like some sort of deferred compensation, Mm -hmm. right? Because it basically stretches it out over many years and it's basically, you know, it basically amortizes the cost over multiple years, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, versus a base salary that they got to pay you. Every two weeks, every two weeks, you gotta get that check, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then that also, that also, when it comes time for a raise, right? Like you, you know, they, they they end up saving money by lowering your base, your base, but giving you more in terms of stock options or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. If, if the stock options are something that are that you are guaranteed and something that you could, you know is coming in, if it's like an RSU, right, versus an actual stock option, there's like a difference between those two, right? You should Google it. Right and definitely know what the difference is between those two things. Right? Is
2: there a quick cliff notes version? <laughs> quick,
0: cliff notes, quick cliff notes version basically is the stock option gives you the option to buy the shares at a certain price, mm-hmm. where an RSU gives you just gives you the stock. It's a stock reward, right? Mm-hmm. Usually the uh, options exercise on a certain date, right? Well, even the RSUs rsu's vest oh, on yeah. certain yeah. dates and stuff okay. like that, right? But the, the the big difference is basically like if the stock price is is Sixty dollars, but the option price was fifty dollars. The one, the money you make is really only the difference between fifty and sixty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where if it's an RSU, it's it's pure, it's pure money, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, And you know, and depending on the age, like the if the company's public or private or whatever, right? And sometimes you know, like if it's a private company, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we might go IPO, we might sell. You know, there's there's stuff that, that can happen in the future, and then it'd be it'd be great, right? Yeah. Um. You really have to evaluate that risk. How much risk you're willing to take? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah. yeah, man. I'm always hesitant with the bonus uh, as part of the compensation conversation. <laughs> oh, it. Oh, uh, that's the
1: worst I, thing you can tell me.
2: I would say. I would say. No, to that most of that, like you, the bonus is like this mysterious, the mystery box, right? It's yeah. like, it's like, do you want the catch price now or do you want the mystery box? It can be anything, it can be nothing.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's, different companies do it differently, right? Yeah, like there's some companies that every year. There's every year there's a 10% bonus or a 20% bonus or a 30% bonus. And you get that every year or depending on your performance, you might get more or whatever or less or whatever, but there's something always guaranteed. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's the companies where, well, if this project that you're going to work on for five years, if it goes well, then you might get some, get some, get some money at the end of it. Right. Um, Like, and that's more risky. Right. I would, I would, just put it out there that you guys shouldn't complain because you worked on one of the better paying, <laughs> one of the better paying projects out there ever, uh-huh. right? But uh, but uh, well, there's but, 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 but there's people that toiled toiled away on, on games for a long time, Yeah. Hey. Right. And, and, and they're like, oh, yeah, that bonus is going to come. It's going to be so nice. And, and, and the bonus never comes because the game doesn't sell, right? Yeah, nothing at so, the end of the rainbow, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would like to jump in. As I always seem to do after we make like a poignant point, I want to say something. I'm sorry. That's just the way it goes. Cool. Here's what I have to say, especially about going through that experience that I think will help the audience and future Larry. <laughs> make sure that your compensation, your non-bonus compensation takes care of what you expect your compensation to take care of and mm. that your bonus is by definition in addition to yes yeah. Yeah. don't fall for the oh well bonus is part of compensation like hell oh. no no so, yeah. no 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 sl- don't fall, Bullshit. fall Bullshit. for banana in the tailpipe <laughs> you're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe <laughs> <laughs> don't fall for that
2: <laughs> it's so true like if a recruiter comes at you with that, then you need to just ignore everything she says afterwards. Or he, because or he, or he. <laughs> because it's it's really dangerous to rely on on unreliable money. Like he yeah. can't live a life uh, for that year or two years or three years, hoping that you know it would be worth it. Mm. Um, because that's just not how it works, guys.
1: And sometimes it doesn't end up working like that, right? Like. Yeah as much of a sure thing as anything may be, you know, there's always that Holly Holm to the Ronda Rousey, you know, and that's just <laughs> the way it works. That's just the way that it works.
2: Punch in the face.
1: <laughs> no, it was more like a kick to the dome. Yes. <laughs> Is it a kick to the dome? Yeah, it a kick music. But, <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Raymond Graham, uh, would you agree or disagree? And if so, if you have any extra elaboration, do you think that going company to company is a really good way to get a raise for yourself or do you Better think position. maybe working at a company working very hard is a good way to get a raise or just how do you feel about the two things even Yeah depends on the company
0: and I and I also think like jumping from company to company could also be kind of like a negative thing mm-hmm. right uh because people could look at it like you know you haven't been anywhere longer than 2 years mm-hmm. what's up with that like are you gonna be here when this project's over are you like are you interested in this company long term Or are you just gonna be jumping around like a, like a hired a hired uh, mercenary or something like that right. and your question
2: is uh, what's your stock option right uh, <laughs> <laughs> <like>, you. <laughs>
0: And like you know, and I, I've only been—it's weird because I've I've been to a bunch of different companies and I've only been asked that question like once. The guy was like, "Oh yeah, you only been to uh, these places a few times, you know?" Mm-hmm. And in my case, you know, I was just like, "Hey, you know, like I've had I've had a different reason like for each and every time, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But but yeah, but jumping around is is not a good look in general. I, I think I think like, you know a lot. Some people don't don't view that as as a good look. I would mm-hmm. say. Um but there but there have been people that worked that there's been people that have been jumped that have jumped around for many different reasons, layoffs or just moving or couldn't find a job in one city and needed to move to a different city didn't want to live in, in that city anymore like family reasons, kids whatever right mm-hmm. uh, so so you have to evaluate everybody like in a different way, like you know based on their own circumstance right right um so but that's the question is is jumping around better best way to get a huge raise rather than sitting at the company and doing hard work. It totally depends on the company. If it's a company that doesn't care about you, jumping around is the way you're gonna get paid. Yeah.
2: What's a good way to test if they care if about you? <laughs> well,
0: like, well you would know. You know. Like well, that's well, what know. what is like
2: one of the sure way. If I'm a beginner, right? And yeah if I have this like ideal idea of what a good company is and I feel like everything that is a problem if I just Show it to the manager, like things will get fixed, right? How when do I know exactly it's it's not probably that?
0: Yeah, well, like you have to have those conversations, right? You have to have like those long conversations about whatever your issues are, yeah. And then see how they react to it, and see how they answer you, right? Right. If they're giving you some bull answer, or if or if you come at them like, hey, you know, I'm not happy with this, and I want want a little bit more money or whatever, and they kind of like, oh, that's oh, that's nice. Oh. Kind of, <laughs> or whatever, uh-huh. right? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. And then they never show up again, right? And yeah. Talk to you again, right? Yeah. Um,
2: like, if you, they refuse you saying that they don't have the funds yeah, uh, or you, they can't, you, can't afford that before you even say a number, that's a bad yeah, sign you too.
0: Have to, <laughs> you have to evaluate that, right? There's yeah. some good companies out there where you, if you have a real concern about that, they're going to be like, hey, you know, we're going to take care of you. Yeah. And there's others that that are like, hey, you know, there's nothing we can do for you,
1: yeah. right? And you have to evaluate what's what's more important, All right? Would you say that your merit increase is a you know a sustainable way of accepting growth, or do you feel like the merit increase alone is not, you know? I guess that really also depends on what a company considers a merit increase, but. Yeah. What, how do you feel about, you know, the annual merit increase versus performance based, you know, compensation? Uh, well usually the merit like
0: merit increases or whatever, like I don't whatever you wanna call it, like isn't much, right? It's just enough yeah. to cover inflation or whatever. Yeah. And if you're like really dope, it might be a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. it's enough to make you forget about inflation. Yeah, if they <laughs> if they really it's... Yeah, if they really, really like you, then it might be a little bit more, right? Um but, like, really, but if you're talking about, like, growth, actual career growth, then you're going to move your career up into another position, hopefully in the same company, right? Yeah. And then hopefully when that happens, they're like, hey, you know, you have a new position, so we're going to increase your salary by such and such amount because you have a new position now because we value the work you're doing, yeah. right? Um, so it's just, like, yearly. Year that you salary increases, stay in the same position consider growth? No, right? Because it's just covering your inflation, right?
1: Yeah, right. Uh, money.
0: maintenance money. Yeah, so so like I have real, to, I have yeah. Real to. growth is actually growing in your career, right? Yeah. And then and, and then the company should be also increasing in relationship to that, right? Right.
2: Do you should feel be, that? Be, <laughs> that promotion in salary does it usually equal to the amount that you would get for that same position at somewhere else? Or is it less?
0: Probably less. Right. In most cases, All I would right. say maybe. Right. I wouldn't, I don't know that much. I wouldn't I don't have anything really to compare, but I would imagine it would probably be less. Right. Say than if you went somewhere else, look for that same position. Yeah. Cause if the other places also more might be more desperate. Right. Right. Depending depending on the position. Right.
1: Right. I would imagine if they were looking at an Excel spreadsheet that had your salary moving from, like, non-senior to senior, even if they knew they were going to write the rec for, like, $100,000, they're like, well, hold on now. This Mm -hmm. guy's going to do the job. He fits in on the team. You know, he's going to be able to do the work. We've already proven that because we've given him the work ahead of time and haven't paid him for it. Um, Mm -hmm. He's only making X, and even if we give him a $10,000 or $15,000 raise – it's still less than what we would have written the rec at. I imagine some companies actually do take that advantage and then give them a bump to them, even though knowing yeah. full well they would have contributed more if it was someone coming externally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would bet money that that happens more often than we would like to to think. Sure. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is all, you know, you know. I'm just making it up or just going to intuition, I guess. But, but yeah. yeah, but I
0: yeah, but I would imagine yeah, it's like. Like it's not going to be as big as a jump as going somewhere else because yeah. you know because you're already at the company right? right and you like it there
1: so hey why not right right now so, i got but a serious but don't let problem. but don't let people take advantage right you yes know. of course yeah so let's talk about the other side of like salary acquisition is also have you ever been in a situation where you felt uncomfortable because you might have made a lot more or like you know what I mean like has your salary ever been like a oh shit you know, they're making cuts. Now I know that I'm going to get looked at because I'm a juicy target.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I Go ahead, Ray. No, no, go ahead. go ahead. No, this is you. This is you. I'll, I'll come in after I have nothing to say. I have nothing to
1: say. <laughs> Ray's like, I'm so important. It doesn't matter how juicy of a target I look like. The
2: short answer to me is <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Right? If they're making budget cuts, right? Yeah. And... And if you're at a company that doesn't really value the individual, right, your seniority and anything like that, and they're just trying to get by, well, they're just looking at the Excel sheet and seeing what's yeah. at the top and, yeah. and cutting it. it
0: yeah, in my experience, like when I've seen layoffs happen and stuff like that, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it happen to people that were that were really pivotal to the success of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it happen like that. Like I'm sure it probably has happened, but I haven't. I haven't personally seen it happen like that. Right. Um, so, so sometimes companies are like, yeah, yeah, they want to save, they want to save some money, of course. But they, but same time they're not trying to like. Okay, every we, let's just get rid of our lead programmer right now. See, like, well, yeah, the leads okay, are safe. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. You know, yeah,
2: usually leads and managers are safe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> If you made it to lead level, you're part of the team. You're, you're the group, yeah. Man. Yeah, they, they can't fire
2: the messenger. <laughs> that it's gonna spread the bad news. Like who else is gonna I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> we gotta keep lead <laughs> So we can tell.
1: <laughs> oh man. All these pseudo jabs <laughs> that are like Directly, indirectly. <laughs> so. no but like but also
0: we've we seen situations where whole studios close down and then yeah. no safe, right? Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Well Mr. Raymond Graham, is there maybe one last thing that you would wanna drop as far as a knowledge bomb on salary, finances, save ten percent, you know, what you guys <laughs> want us? Yeah, save save that
0: money and uh and like, yeah, no, confidence in self, man. Confidence in yourself, confidence in your abilities. Do a good job, and and close mouth, don't get fed. Period, right? It, like I've seen people sit there and stew and stew and stew and, and get all upset, right? Like speak up, speak <laughs> up.
2: It doesn't help that race counting is money. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that it's, it's a race up. that you got. Yeah. If you're upset, if you're upset, say say why you're upset, man. Like like, say something. you know, what's the worst that could happen?
1: Man, it it be exactly like
0: where it's... you are, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. The worst that can happen is just you being exactly where you are, still
0: stewing. <laughs> or or, get, or get, the worst that can happen is you get fired, right? But like, if you Do read, people
2: really know. get fired if they ask for a higher bump ever?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how – like if the, if the conversation goes south, it could, right, right. it could probably end up like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't, don't be name-calling it. Yeah,
1: I've seen people quit because they didn't get what they were hoping to get, but I haven't yet personally – known someone who got fired because they asked for more and instead of giving them no change they just said well screw you all together
2: yeah
1: haven't seen it yet that doesn't mean that i don't think it happens i'm sure it does yeah
2: because like the wrong
1: the wrong person could go ask for the raise like someone who's like been riding the line and they're like if we weren't in a jam we would totally let this guy go or girl and then they're like you know what i need more money that oh man (laughs) please Say good night.
2: Yeah, every company has that one guy uh, that everyone's that Larry's talking about. And if you're looking around and you can't find that one guy, you're that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're that guy, dude. <laughs> one more annoying joke away from just getting canned completely. <laughs> Well, Mr. Raymond Graham, uh, thank you for joining us for the podcast. And as you know, since it's your second tour of duty here, at the end of the podcast, we always give the audience to you to talk about something cool, to promote something, to shout out somebody, anything you'd like to do. Uh, do you have another candidate for promotion at this time? Yeah.
0: You know, like, yo, if you're making a video game out there and you need an engine to use, you know what's up. You got to use Unity, Like, what's up? <laughs> Like what's going on? Yeah, that's right. Ray, works that's, my, Unity. that's my that's my that's my shout out. Yeah, uh-huh. Unity, man. Thanks. Is there
2: anything uh, since GDC is around the corner? Is there any uh, talks on Unity that we should
0: uh, pay attention to if people are like, going to GDC? Well, there's there's a ton. Like it's on the schedule. Um, I don't know them off off by heart, but there are there are some some Unity sessions that are happening. Um, Unity sponsored sessions, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, check them out.
1: Can't wait to see the new video that Unity we'll Oh show it and there, always drop some dope stuff. And there's
0: also yeah, of course there's gonna be a keynote where they're gonna talk about some dope stuff. So oh, yeah. yeah,
2: anything on uh, in particular that you're already working on? That <laughs> <Really>? Trying to hold <laughs> people fire? Oops. Oh. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, we're working on some stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go. That's an exclusive
0: <laughs> to game
2: thing. No, But
0: uh. But also, you know, this G is going to be interesting because it's uh, it's
1: it's the battle, the battle of the the game engines probably over this year. All right, nice. Well, uh, Raymond Graham, Brandon Pham, I love you guys a lot. But I'm out.
2: This Sweet. is Brandon Pham. I'll See you guys next week. See ya.
0: All right, thanks for having me on,
1: guys, and uh, good night.